Welcome to Shorts with Jill and Tara, a bite-sized podcast that blends business and fashion to bring you practical tips and strategies in a shorter format than a typical podcast. I'm Jill, and I've spent my career advising, starting, and running businesses. I'm Tara, a family therapist turned fashion stylist and a digital creator. Hello, Tara. Jill, we're on the opposite sides today. You are all glammed up. <laughs> and I am in a sweatshirt with my hair pulled back because I'm going to get a facial. I'm so excited. Oh, I'm so excited for you. What kind of facial are you going to get? Well, Dream Spa Medical um, is going to give me a Hydra Glow facial. And so it really, like, makes your face glow. I don't know all the details. I'm like a guinea pig, but I'll tell you about it after. But I haven't had a facial since before COVID. And so I'm pretty excited. That sounds amazing. How long is it? I think it's about 40 minutes. Oh, that sounds so great. Do you react well to facials? Like does your skin do well with facials? I'm fine. But this one time, this is a funny story. Not really, but kind of. I went to Canyon Ranch with some friends, and they were all really good friends. And I kind of friendly, so they invited me along. Super nice. So they're all doing their thing, and everybody, you know, we're working out, and we get a facial. And then I wake up the next day, and my face is swollen, like oh my, freaking me out. Like I've never seen. I couldn't even see myself. So I'm like, uh, I go up to like the whatever health center that they have. And they're like, Oh my God, what did they put on your face? It was like pumpkin enzyme (laughs) back to the pumpkin. Probably why I don't like it. And it had such an allergic reaction. So I was texting the women in a group chat. I'm like, I know you don't know me that well, but (laughs) I just want to tell you, like, I can't drive home. Somebody has to drive my car because they had to like, give me, you know, Benadryl or whatever. My face is completely swollen but I'm all good. So, um, but it's not oh my great. goodness. That's crazy. You know what? I feel like I've had a pumpkin, not pumpkin facial, but some, at some point in my past, I've put pumpkin on my face and it is very, um, tingly. And I actually was at Trader Joe's the other day. None of this is sponsored by the way. <laughs> We're just talking, but I was at Trader Joe's, uh, the other day and I saw by their cat at the cash rack, they had like a pumpkin face mask or something. And I nearly bought it. Cause I remembered how um, like exfo- I think it's exfoliating. I'm not sure. It's very tingly, and I remembered how like active it was when I tried it. But I don't know. I didn't because I was I was nervous that now you know many years later that I wouldn't react so well. Yeah, but that's the only time I've had a reaction. But it was quite. A- I kept looking at myself in the mirror, like, is this really happening? Like, where? where am I? <laughs> Who are you? What? Like, what? And then I started freaking out because it's your face. So right. You know, <laughs> can't hide it so but otherwise but I am happy so I'll let you guys know how it goes that sounds like so much fun I hope you have a relaxing time thank you um so we're talking today about approaching new things and I think most of us in our work lives and maybe personal lives have um have encountered situations or topics or you know things we have to do that we've never done before and that are um, just completely unknown. And, you know, how would love just to talk a little bit about how you approach that stuff, Tara. I feel like you're probably better at it than I am. Um, 
And uh, yeah, any tips you have, maybe we can just chat about it. So um, I, I feel like I'm presented with something new often in my business. And I often don't know, number one, how to do it or how to, well, I'll figure out how to dress for it. That I'm pretty sure I can handle. But, um, you know, whether it's public speaking or doing some other thing, writing, you know, maybe not my strongest suit, but how do I approach it? Well, sometimes I get nervous, as anybody would. But I really do a lot of self-talk um, because I always self-talk. I think, you know, I feel like it's always going to be beneficial to my business and to me. Um, so I really just have to push myself to do it, even if I'm super uncomfortable. Yeah, that makes sense. Um, yeah, I, I come from the school of thought that anyone can learn how to do anything um within reason and so when i get when i am faced with a task that i just don't know how to do first of all i'm really honest about it most of the time i'm like i don't know how to do this i've never done it i'm gonna go ask for help like i just go ask people who may have done it before i just get advice and get help um because at the end of the day it's not really helping anybody if i try to do it without any help never having done it before um so I try to get help. I also just try to apply, you know, just kind of the stuff that I do know to it. So maybe it's not the conventional way of going about this, whatever this thing is, but it's the way that I've approached things in the past. So I'll try to like apply kind of my own little personal techniques. Um, But generally my first step is just to completely overthink it. Well, that's a good first step. But I really like what you said about asking people because I always ask and I always tell my kids, you should always ask. It's better to ask. And and I and the people that, you know, end up working with me, I say, always ask. Like I no question is ever stupid or ridiculous. Um, and I always reach out even you know I've been writing articles lately and um, you know I always ask for feedback or somebody to proof it or whatever it may be Um, so I think asking is a huge thing sometimes people don't want to ask but that's how we learn and that's how we get better yeah and I think people are people always want to be asked for advice like they always want to feel needed and feel like they're the person who knows and so sometimes it's flattering you know to people to ask but I had a situation yesterday where I was working on something for work and I, I had never done this before. And it was pretty complicated involving a lot of different parties. And it was just, I was having a very hard time um, kind of getting my thoughts organized and getting an approach organized because I, and in the back of my head, I knew that there are people who do this all day long. Like this is all they do is approach problems like the one I was dealing with all day long. And so I finally tracked down one of those people and I can't tell you how much better I felt after I got off the phone with him. I was like, oh, this is this makes me feel so much better. Like I now have a better sense of how to approach it. This guy's actually going to help me with it. And it was just, you know, I, I had I done that earlier in the process, I would have saved myself a lot of, you know, angst. Yeah, I think I love that you did that. And you probably learned a lot in the process. So now you feel more comfortable, at least with the topic that you have to deal with. Um, I think one of the things that I have to do sometimes in my business is ask people, whether it's 
to be involved in something? Can I use their space to shoot? You know, and some of these people are, you know, pretty big in their industry. And I used to get really intimidated, but now I'm just like, the worst thing they could say is no. And they're people too. They're people too. And so you have to remember that. And so just always ask. Yeah. Well, so how did you get yourself from feeling intimidated to being able to do it more easily? I think it's, <laughs> I don't know. No, I think it is. I've been doing this for a long time and I think people now know what I do. And so when I first started, I don't think people really understood, like, can I borrow your house for, (laughs) or can I shoot on top of your building at a pool? Um, They were probably thinking, I don't know what she's doing, but now I think it's established kind of like, and I feel more confident in what I do and asking. And I know that whatever the product I, or whatever I'm doing, the result they'll be happy with and they'll be happy with the work. So I have the proof to show them the quality of what I do. Right. And I, you know, I think also just being transparent about the ask. So, you know, I I can imagine some people are like, well, they would say, they would only say no if, um, you know, if there's a privacy issue or if they want to get paid or, you know, or credited or something like that. And so just being Trans, you know, being honest with yourself for what you're willing to do, whether you're willing to pay for the space or credit or whatever, um, and being honest with them. And just like this guy that I talked to yesterday when I was getting help from him, I said, how, how can we pay you for this? And he was like, no worries. I'm just, I'm going to help out. We'll see where it goes. And, and so at least it, you're upfront and transparent and, you know, recognizing that everyone's time is valuable. Everyone's space is valuable in your case. And so, you know, just kind of recognizing that you're two parties having a a little bit of a negotiation. And I'm sure much like we're asking, haven't you been asked things before? Because I'm always asked, you know, even if it's just about clothing suggestions. I mean, I'm happy to help always. Yes, for sure. That not that's one thing that is tricky is saying no, like I'm really bad at saying no to stuff. So I'll get people calling me and asking me, can I get half an hour of your time to talk about this new business I have, et cetera. And it's very hard for me to say no, but you know, sometimes you do because time is money and you've got lots of other competing priorities. Um, But yeah, but most of the time, like I'm, I'm looking for a reason to say yes. Like I want to say yes. Right. Well, I love another thing you just said, which I think is important, which I, I picked up on, while starting my business is there's key words people use to not want to pay you, right? (laughs) There's, well, when you're out and about at Saks, or if you happen to find, or if you see my size, and I'm thinking, well, that's gonna, that's me shopping for you. (laughs) You know, so I think remember that too, because what you just said is time is valuable. So I would love to help you, but to a certain extent. Yeah, I love that if you're out and about. Like, if you just happen to be roaming the streets. <laughs> well, if you just happen to be in Chanel, just like, you know, looking for bags. Could you, you know, it was, but I started to pick up on the key words of that. And that meant, you know, can you do it for free? And no, at some point I can't do that, right? <laughs> that would be a really good article, Tara, to write about, you know, what are the, what are the code words for I don't want to pay? <laughs> <laughs> it's true. It's true, but you know, it's, it's interesting, but I think you have to hold your own too. It's your business, like you said, and it's your time, but 
overall, I think the best approach is kind of what we're narrowing it down to when you're starting to renew is ask, ask for help, ask the people who are understanding and just have confidence in yourself and do it. So go do it. Thanks everyone. Bye. We hope you enjoyed today's episode. We would love to answer any of your questions on future episodes of Shorts. Bermuda Shorts. Jean Shorts. Short Shorts. Boy Shorts. Tennis Shorts. Cargo Shorts. Beaded Shorts. Running Shorts. Board Shorts.